Put your Quicksilver hat on. Let's roll. Women glad to be bitches. I'm prettier than all those other bitches. You think that every woman should be a bitch? I went to college for a little bit, and then I was like, this is lame. I'm gonna go be a stripper. Why are they proud to be prostitutes? Then they start to slide hot dogs under the door. Bitches. Charm school. Ricky Lake. What's the what's the going on? It's Shade Palace. I'm Sid. And I'm Anthony. And we skipped the reunion show for the last charm school because listen, we were kind of over those bitches, Sharon and Megan get in a fight. Megan's really drunk. If you really care, watch the episode. But we're on to the new one. And what's exciting is we can't hear it because when we rewatch the episodes, we do it on mute. But um, they have a really bad Obama impersonator <laughs> doing the opening like monologue to this. Uh, so that was good because this did come out, I think, right after Obama was elected. Had to have been right. Yeah, it was like 2009 or something like that. Yeah, and so, uh, and at a certain point, I think in this episode, uh, Brittany starts talks about how she worked to with, like get out the vote, and so she kind she's like, so basically, I'm why Obama was elected. Hell yeah! Well, it's it's her <laughs> and her black grandfather, right? That was uh, yeah. That was her he was her a, civil rights was, <laughs> experience. Yeah, he was a beautiful black man, as she said. Yeah. Um. And so this is kind of exciting because we have it's half Rock of Love bus girls and half girls from Real Chance at Love. So I think what's good about it is we're going to see new interactions, not just like the continuation of old storylines, which is what basically the last season of Charm School was. I think they're learning. I think this is 51 Minds evolving their way of thinking. You just want I want I think that's um. What is it? I love money. Had a lot of that too. We're just people from different yeah. shows. Just throw them all together and see how they interact. It's a lot. I think that's a lot more. I like the like the concept better. Yeah, in the same way that more people watch the challenge than watch Real World or Road Rules. Like I think people like the different worlds colliding. Um, and so we, I think I watched Real Chance of Love when it aired, but that was um, thirteen years ago, so I don't remember it. It's uh, it's the stallion heirs, right? Mm-hmm. And last season, Chance, because Real passed away, um, l- last season ch- or last year, Chance did like a revival show of it. And I didn't watch it because it was on a service I didn't have. But the clips I saw of it were amazing. There's a, there's a clip. I think one of them's afraid of a horse. And that clip is hilarious. It went viral a couple years ago, I think. Where it's like like freaking out over a horse, like like terrified, and I think that'll oh. that'll have to come back. We'll have to. Yeah, we're we will. Yeah, I think that'll be exciting for us. Um, so you know, we're kind of used to what's happening. The bus pulls up at a quote unquote mansion, and the girls are dressed like hookers getting off the bus. Gia is there, if you remember. She had someone took a shot out of her pussy. Right. Um, How could I forgotten? I did forget for a second, but now I'm reminded. Yeah. And Marcia, when that happened in her um, talking head, said, you don't take shots out of the... And she used a Portuguese word for vagina that I wish I remembered. It was like, puta ginga. And it was, I was like, yeah, you shouldn't do shots out of that. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Marcia. 
Sarah says she hopes the dean is Carmen Electra or Pamela Anderson um, because they have a lot in common um, on account of having big boobs and being slutty. Do they think that they have Carmen Electra 2008 money? Do they think they have a, a Pamela Anderson 2008 budget? Yeah, there's no way. Pamela Anderson today would take the gig, but not in 2008. Yeah, I could, I could pay Pamela Anderson like warm meals and like a shelter. And she would love it. Actually, didn't she just get divorced from some like, billionaire or something like that? Who wasn't she like fucking with Julian Assange or were they just like friends? She visits him in prison. Love that. That's a ride oh. or die bitch. I, I need myself a Pamela Anderson when I commit international yeah. crimes. Um, I just watched, you know, cause she's, she drinks and I just watched the episode of girls next door where she, um, surprises Hef in Vegas and gives him a cake for his birthday. And she just, she's entirely nude. She just walks into the VIP room of this club wearing nothing but high heels. And it's like, hi, Hef, happy birthday. And she's so drunk and I love it. <laughs> so uh, I don't know Ricky Lake other than her being uh, like in popular culture. I don't know what where she came oh. from. So the Ricky Lake show, she says, was on for 11 years. And it was like the thing in the 90s. Like Ricky was amazing. And she would have, you know, the guests on and there'd be fights and drama and who's the baby daddy. Like all the nine. Yeah, it was never as fighting as Springer but it did deal with some trashy people and she would bring the club kids out she there were makeup make unders it was everything like I I was a huge Ricky Lake fan um and it was like you'd watch it on at slumber parties uh Ricky was the shit in the 90s and now she's like skinny which is weird um and uh she made a movie about um giving birth so that's that's where she's at today. Um, but she looks better than she did in the 90s for sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and I think she was a good choice for a dean just because, like, her show was, like, very much, like, diversity. Like, it was everyone. And since there's more diversity in this cast than there was last season, I think it is appropriate Basically, I'm saying, like, Ricky Lake's a bitch that can roll with black people. Oh, okay. Cool. She's uh, think, invited, invited the to the cookout. Community. Yeah, like, I think the black community is okay with Ricky Lake. So that's good. Um, oh, Britney Starr's wearing, like, eight chokers. A lot, a lot of faces I like to see here. We've got Britannia is back. Uh, Beverly's back. Beverly's back. She looks great. Um, Ashley and Farah are back. We love to see it. Um, like, and the women from Real Chance are really good looking too, except for this one right here, Bubbles. She's kind of makes me uncomfortable. Um, she has like this little baby voice and she doesn't really know how words work. <laughs> I don't think she's ugly. <laughs> no, but like when she talks... I think she's intellectually challenged. Um, uh, so just cruel. Yeah, where I'm like, I can't, I, I can't even sexualize you because I think you are a child. Mm -hmm. um, like it, it runs, it runs way deeper than just uh, uh, 
sort of act type thing. This goes. Yeah, no. And later in the season. Yeah. And later in the season, we find out about some childhood trauma where I think maybe that is part of why she is frozen in time. Um, But yeah, Beverly looks fucking hot. She's super hot. And she had four kids. I didn't think she was going to ever do like reality TV after the rock of love situation. She just felt like she was, she had her little outbursts and stuff, obviously why she's on this show, but like, she didn't seem like she was like so off the rails. Am I wrong? Did I miss something? No, I mean, she just would get drunk and get angry. Um, she does. She did drink pretty heavily. It seemed to be a problem. Who is wearing a tutu now? Marcia. Cause the good news is that, um, what is her name? Who wears, wore the tutus on rock of love bus? Natasha, she does not wear tutus on this season, so that I'm really glad she's much better dressed. Marcia looks a lot better than I remember her looking. She looks like real hot, like real, real hot here. She's way less drunk, she's not throwing up Cheetos and making out with Brett Michaels, so that makes her better looking. <laughs> it's all about the environment you put yourself in. That's a good point. Um, and she is wearing a shirt that says, You're going down. But it's the wrong form of your like she had the shirt made because that was her catchphrase from Rock of Love. But she has the shirt. It says Y-O-U-R instead of apostrophe. Um, but English is her second language. So I'll give her a pass on that. Did you see the panties but not the person- that said yeah, the stallion airs I wrote I wrote all night with the, <laughs> with the stallion airs. <laughs> I want those panties. Yeah, that that's um. So what they're doing is they have to. They, this season's all about community service, and they have to go through their stuff and come up with clothes to donate to uh, out of the closet, which is a thrift store that benefits uh, people living with HIV/AIDS. Um, I've actually shopped there. It's in Los Angeles. Um, they yeah, and. Um, so they're trying to like go through their stuff and decide what they're going to give up. And these girls are like, I'll give up my stallioners panties. And the other girl's like, I have the matching tank. Uh, Britney stars in the season. Oh God. She's, she's so mentally ill and she's all uh, So Brittany and Beverly are already arguing, which I didn't really understand why, because I didn't think that. I don't think they like, had beef like that the first time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Britney Starr says something about Beverly's parenting or mothering, um, which obviously Beverly doesn't take very kindly because she's like, she's a porn star and she doesn't even have kids. Like, how dare she talk about my parenting? Um, But I want to say I did read at this time that Beverly did not have custody of her kids. And I am so sorry to her if I am making this up, but I think at the Yeah, allegedly. I think at the time that she was on Rock of Love bus, she didn't have custody of her kids. And I think it did have something to do with her drinking. Um, And, you know, when you hear about a mother not having their their kids, you know, something's really wrong. Do you know how hard that is to do in this America? Yeah. To like be on be on the flip side of that. Yeah, to get custody, like for the father to get custody, full custody is very, very rare. Um, Unless she like agreed to it. Like Hayden Panettiere sent her kid to go live with her ex-husband in Russia or something. Like, because she has some mental health problems. Um, 
But in good news, Farrah and Ashley look real good in these little schoolgirl outfits. Oh, yeah. This is, oh, man, Farrah really fucked her face up with that Mike Tyson tattoo. Oh, yeah, I forgot she had that. She's still gorgeous. And I think part of, like, I think a lot of people see Ashley as the hotter one. But to me, Farrah is the hotter one. And I think the accent is part of it. Like, I love a country bitch. Yeah, I think I think Farrah is hotter than Ashley here. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. No, no, I think I think Farrah is, I don't know, Ashley just doesn't do it for me. Like I like her attitude. Like I I fuck with her like hard, like as a as a bro. But like I don't know. I wouldn't if I had my choice, I would choose Farah. This Farah. Like I said, the face tattoo does not do it for me at all. There's something about yeah. a big <laughs> mural around your your eyelid that I'm just I'm cool on. Oh my god. I had these two girls I had to wait on this weekend. They had everything around like their face was not tattooed, but like the perimeter of their face and their entire necks were tattooed. It almost was like they were, their face was just poking out of a tattooed hijab. Like it was so, and like the minute they walked in and I like, maybe I'm prejudiced. I was just like, Oh fuck. This this is not going to be easy, but they ended up being very nice, but I just, it was a lot. I I think if you're doing the full tattoo, get up, that's cool. Like mm-hmm. if you want to do your face and you got your neck and like, I know girls that have had like full sleeves and shit like that. And that stuff is actually, I think I find that hot. I think it's just, if you have open real estate elsewhere and you've decided yeah. that it's a good idea to put that shit on your face is mm-hmm. what kind of, Uh Oh, did I lose you? You guys, I think I lost Anthony. No, did you lose me? I did. Oh no. Bummer. Well, it's okay. It was like for a second. And, um, we're just, uh, you know, watching Ricky Lake hand out these uh, their charm school pins because they did keep that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Beverly is giving up clothes that she's actually is like, I would like to wear these because, yeah, you fucking packed them to be seen on TV. You're going to bring your favorite outfits. <coughs> no one's going to bring clothes that they don't like or don't fit. Oh, and they have to say why they're there. And Beverly says she's there because she has issues with drinking. Oh, we didn't even tell people that the new um, dean. So there's Ricky Lake as the dean or the headmistress. And then there's Lala mm-hmm. um, from MTV. She's a VJ, question mark. And then. She- not. Oh, OK. Not not um, Carmelo Anthony's wife. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. No, no, no. It's not. And I think. No, it's not. I don't think so. Okay. And then Stryker, who's from Loveline, he was like a radio personality and he replaced Adam Carolla on Loveline. Um, What's Loveline? Is it like a dating advice? It was a show with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla and it started out as like a late night syndicated radio show. So like it was nationwide and it would be like one night a week from like, I don't know, 10 p.m. to midnight and you could call in. And so that was another slumber party thing because I remember fourth or fifth grade is when we discovered it and like we would stay up at slumber parties to listen to it because it was like people calling for like love and sex advice and it was it was scandalous. Um, Those those shows, those call in shows were so so I used to have like really bad insomnia when I was a kid. So like uh, there were some nights I just straight up like wouldn't sleep, but I listened to the radio the whole time. And uh, 
I think on public radio, they have to have like one hour a week or something like that of like enrichment stuff oh. where it, like it has to be like educational or something. So between the hours of like 3 and 4 a.m., like Sunday into Monday would just be like the most horrific, like scarring, uh, like self-help type shows where people would call in and be like, like my boyfriend's cheating on me. And all, like I was like nine. Yeah, <laughs> I learned so much so fast. Yeah, it was like, um, I don't know, it's groundbreaking. You just learn about adult stuff. Also, uh, this is the Lala that is married to Carmelo Anthony. Oh, okay. I always get her and uh, Tiny from from oh, uh, Ti's wife. Yeah. I always I always get them confused. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those are our deans. They were famous at the time. I think Lala still is. Uh, yeah, she's still she's still famous. And a Britney star is like when she has to say why she's there, she's like clearly there's something wrong with me because everyone hates me. <laughs> um, this I think was shady. Okay, so she's talking about her porn career, and she's saying, you know, she directed films and did it like because she wanted like women to feel safe on set, to be tested, to like, which is all by today's standards like super good female empowering. And both Stryker yeah. and Ricky make fun of her and are like, it doesn't seem like a way to empower women is like through porn. Um, which they kind of slut shamed her. Uh, but I think cause they were like, she acts like being a female porn director is a big deal. And it actually is. Kind of is. Yeah. It's a male dominated industry. And to be, you a, can tell when a porn is directed by a woman, absolutely. you just can't, there's a certain touch. There's, there's more dialogue. Um, yeah, absolutely. And so the idea there that they kind of made fun of her for trying to empower women through female produced porn is it didn't age well. Mm-hmm. Ahead of her time. Britney star revolutionary question mark. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm ready to allow her a redemption <laughs> to her, but, um, on that point, I do think she's right. I like that Farah is giving stripper shoes to the charity and she's like, I'm going to miss them because I've made a lot of money in them. And then Stryker says that some, uh, I think he might use the tranny word, is going to be excited because they're so big. Ten and a half. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're at ten and a half heels. Farrah is an a Amazonian lady. Oh, and Britannia is like out on bail. She's awaiting like assault charges. And so she's... Good. Can you imagine? Wh whoever, she, whoever she assaulted deserved it. Yeah, probably. Um, 100%. Today, they'd have to pay for that. Right. I mean, I would. It's crazy that she is actually probably one of the biggest success stories out of this because she does make so much money on OnlyFans. She has so many followers on social media. Millions on every platform. Yeah, she is. Her fame has superseded being a reality star. Um, She's bigger than Brett Michaels now, just in terms of pure follower count. Really? B like 10, 10 times over. Yeah. That's why. Brett has like, uh, Brett, Brett might have like two or 300,000 Instagram followers, and I think she has like 6 million. Brett only has that many Instagram followers? It, it Instagram's strange. There's a lot of people that you wouldn't expect to have followers that have way more than they should. So actually, I'll cross-reference. Why don't we have to? We don't have to guess around these parts. I just can't believe Brett doesn't have followers into the millions. I'm, he's all he's at the forefront of my mind. Get, uh, take a guess at Brett Michaels followers. What what do you think? Where do you think he'll be at? Five hundred thousand. I'm gonna go. You got to go lower. No. 
Yeah. 270,000. You said how many? 270. 370? Uh, two, I said 270. What is it? No, no, it's 386. Oh my gosh. That's so crazy. Mm hmm. Um, Verified, though. Yeah, well, yeah, you're doing better than me. Um, Natasha and Brittany are arguing because Natasha's like, I don't like the stuff. I don't like Brittany. I don't like the stuff she said to me about race on Rock of Love because, you know, she said that Natasha only got as far as she did because she was like a token black person. And um, that was what started that whole argument. And again, I think Natasha has every right to be angry. And they're kind of being like, well, you know, you need to learn how to control your temper. Britannia has, take a guess at Britannia's followers. Three point her account is actually unlisted on Instagram. So like you have to like type out her full name for it to actually show up. Uh, 3.7 million. Double it. No. Close to 7.2. Good for her. That's fucking crazy. People mm-hmm. can make fun of her all they want for fucking herself with a cucumber in a Target dressing room. But girl is making money. Whoa. I've seen produce in her asshole and I'm very proud of her and happy for her. Dude, I need to shove more things in my asshole, I guess. It, well, that's... the thing is, you can you can have almost everything she has. Like, it's all fake. That is true. I could buy her body. I could. You could look like that. I don't want to. Um, it just looks because she has such. If no one, if the people listening haven't seen her lately, she has such big ass and thigh and tit implants, and she has a tiny <laughs> little waist. It just looks like she's about to pop. She, I don't know where her organs went. Yeah. Her waist is so small. Like, I don't think there's enough room for, like, intestines and a spleen in there. No, I think they relocated it to her ass because there's plenty of room in there. Um, but, yeah, it looks just, <laughs> so tight. It looks like if you, you know, like those balloons for balloon animals, the long ones, like if you just mm-hmm. twisted one, like right in the middle, so it was skinny in the middle, and then the other, the more you twist it, the ends get tighter. Like that is what her yep. body looks like. Yeah. Um, and the girls are- I don't hate like, it, but also I thought she was just stunning here. So like, I, I didn't think there was that much- that needed improvement. I don't before. I didn't think so either. She was gorgeous to begin with and I think at this point she had fake tits and that was it. And the rest of her body looked great. Everyone in 2009 had fake tits yeah. according to M- uh, MTV and VH1. Um well yeah, uh Brandy M on the reunion for last season of Charm School says one of the things she's going to do with the money is buy breasts and Sharon's like, "Oh, do it, honey. You'll love it. Oh, it's so good for you." It's like the idea that it's like that was like a career move in this time. Yeah. Like, "Oh, you want to you want a career uh, in being a hot person? You better get some fucking tits." Right. And now it's like the butt thing. Because like Britannia, it's like, she looks like a cartoon character now. It's so so exaggerated. Yeah, it, it's it's a little bit much. Also, her face looks like it's gotten bigger, but I think it's just because she's had probably work on her neck that makes her neck, like, she looks like a, you remember those Bratz dolls? Yes. She looks like a Bratz doll. Yeah. She looks exactly like a spitting image of a full grown Bratz doll. 
May, and maybe she's done like the fillers because when you get old, like your cheeks deflate and stuff. So people will get fillers put in their cheek just to kind of reinflate their face. Um, yeah. But s sometimes they go too far with that and you end up with a weird puffy face. Um, I don't even know if it's so puffy. She got lip injections and stuff too. It's oh, just, yeah. It's a shame. Still would. Still would. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. You know, she's still just, gorgeous. Um, yeah, absolutely. So Beverly just. Uh, yeah, everyone's drunk, and Beverly just attacked Britney Star and pulled her hair, and then Britney started crying and was like, "My hair's like my favorite thing about myself." Um, and she has, as we say on this show, she has Della Reese hair, where it's like white on top and brown on bottom. Um, like she's she wearing, does. she's wearing two separate wigs. She's got the Della Reese. Her and uh, Gia is Gia the Gia has the Della Reese pussy hair. drinker. And then um, Amber had Della Reese hair from season yeah, two. Yeah, Amber had it. The Amber's the first time I'd ever been exposed to that <laughs> concept from you guys because I didn't know who Della Reese was. So uh, yeah, well, uh, it's weird. Like some things are just really at the forefront of my mind, and I forget that people like not everyone is thinking about the cast of Touched by an Angel on a regular basis. That's like just <laughs> me. Um, so the rest the rest of the world isn't thinking on the same uh they're not firing on all cylinders like you are yeah well yeah they aren't suspended in 1995 the way i am <laughs> so what is what does her collar say it says like broken leash or broken lease does she, is she wearing a the, collar the what her, she, she, she's wearing like two chokers and one says broken, has like rhinestone letters across it that says broken. And the one under it says something else. Maybe it, it, I'm sure it says broken leash as like an ode to her breaking the, you know, like being free. But also it looks like it just says broken lease. <laughs> Which like, listen, if I were renting Britney Star, I would break my lease because she's awful. Yeah. <laughs> She's too far away now. I can't see her. She is wearing a lot of, it's a lot lot. of overlapping necklaces. There's a lot going on. It can't it be comfortable. Looks like she's wearing armor. Yeah, she's going into battle. She didn't want anyone to get her jugular. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Ricky calls Beverly in to like ask about the situation, and Beverly's like, I might have kind of maybe pulled her hair. Uh and Ricky's like, might have kind of. And she's like, oh, I did. Um, but she's going to get sent home because you're not allowed to attack people at charm school. And that's too bad for Beverly. Oh, no. Yeah. Because she's looking oh, good. Oh, no. I wanted to watch more Beverly. Right? Um, yeah, I would rather watch more Beverly than Britney Starr, but I guess it's not as good for the storylines. I guess. I don't know. That's just a weird kick out. Maybe it's just, I don't know, yeah. uh, piercing the veil a little bit. This is the first time I'm watching the episode. <laughs> so, like, I don't really know. Uh, and that just feels like it's really fast, right? All of a sudden, like, that seemed like kind of a minor-ish conflict. And then well, I guess they did they did actually put hands on each yeah, other. Yeah, she, but... she, like, grabbed the back of her hair and, like, pulled some hair out. So... Mm. Um, and she's so drunk. She's just like, like Beverly's just sitting on the sidewalk in front of the house. And she's like, okay, where do I go now? Uh, I'm going to sit here. I don't want to sit here anymore. She's just kind of like stumbling around. Oh, 
these people. It seems like the uh, the Rock of Love girls are off to a hot start, though. Right? I think. I, yeah, they're, they're coming in full, like, guns blazing, and uh, the real chance girls are just sort of, I don't know, not getting FaceTime, which is probably a sign of, you know, maybe not causing drama. Yeah, I think um, Bay 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 says at one point that the Rock of Love uh, girls are making them look like angels. Because um, I think the thing is, like, the Rock of Love girls are drinkers, and so they're wild at night. And then the real chance girls, they're yellers. So, like, they have their fights during the day. So the good news yep. is, is we have all-day drama, but it's from the different groups. They, they work in shifts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the real chance girls don't aren't really – they don't really drink, which is unusual for people on reality TV. Yeah. Did you know Stryker before this show? Yeah, because I just remember. Well, I remember him from Loveline, and I think he had like a different radio show. He was kind of like um, a Ryan Seacrest type, but not as obviously successful. But like that type of guy, where he was just yeah always on things. Radio personality. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love this that Ricky is like asking uh, Bubbles what she wants to do. And Bubbles says she wants to be a voice for cartoons, which is actually very smart for her since she has a ridiculous cartoon voice. But all she just is such a little kid. Ricky seems... I th I think I'm going to I think she's going to add more to this show than than Sharon mm. added to the last one. I think that's it's probably not a high bar to clear, but yeah, I think she's just going to clear it. I think she's more of a listener than Sharon. Like Sharon would like let them say two words and then tell them what to do. And I think Ricky asks more questions and listens more. Um, and this episode, it becomes very clear to me. Like I actually am worried about Gia. Like, she's, you know, wild and she drinks, but she, like, she doesn't respond well to rules or boundary or authority figures. She has clearly some oppositional defiance disorder, and her lack of impulse control makes me think that she's probably had a really hard life after this. Um, she just reminds me of the... Per I used to watch the show Love After Lockup, um, mm -hmm. which is exactly what it sounds like, but... Gia's personality reminds me a lot of like the recidivists from that show where they just don't really they just do what they want to do and act on impulse and um, it never leads to a, a good life. I should look up Gia and see what she's doing now. I think I actually follow her yeah. on Instagram. That would be an interesting check in to see how she's at because I don't remember her making so much of an impression that first on Rock of Love Buzz, I feel like she was out pretty early, right? Yeah, well, she did the pussy shot and was sent home. Um, yeah. But, yeah, this episode, it's just the way, the thing she says where she's like, I do what I do. I do what I want to do. I like sugar daddies. I use what I want to get what I want. And I don't let anyone tell me what to do. And, like, I don't know. I would assume she's had a life of substance abuse problems. <laughs> the uh, They're just kind of going through i guess what all the girls want to change they're all sitting down with ricky right now and all the real chance girls seem like they're coming in to like actually work through yes stuff 
Yeah. And I'm not sure I've seen the same sort of arguments put together for some of the Rock of Love girls. Yeah, they like definitely Farrah and Ashley went in together. And it's like, oh, you have a, sh- a shared joint problem? <laughs> <laughs> or did you just want the content of both of them riffing off each other for 15 minutes? Yeah, and, and it's that. They shower together, too, so... Love that. Yeah. they to save- Listen, there's a lot they do. I, I endorse a lot of their behavior. I don't want them to go to like not being dumb sluts. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't go full, full 180 on us. Yeah. I think they know what they're good at. Um, Gia yeah. is good at being blackout drunk. Good Lord. Uh, Gia was on talk of love. <sighs> wow. Gia was on talk of love. Yeah. Lacey gets all the guests. All right, in 2020, people on Reddit are talking about Gia. Um, Ooh, she just whacked her skull so hard. Yeah, she on is, the side of the bunk bed. It's like scary so, like, how drunk she is. Like, like deep impact. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna update people. The production I value's gotten a little. No, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to update people next episode on what Gia's been up to. I can't read and and watch a show at the same time. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the production value is much better. I think they ironed out a lot of the kinks that made the last season feel slow. I think they were using like a higher quality camera. Oh, maybe. Like it just looks better. Yeah. Like visually too. Yeah, maybe they got a better budget. They definitely got a better, like, because Daniela from last season was such a non-playable character. Um, <laughs> and this season, the Deans are way more involved. Like, their hand, like, a lot of the challenges, Ricky's not there, just the Deans are. Um, and so it's mm. nice that they're actually involved instead of these random people that we don't understand why they're in the room. I forgot about Ricky. Yeah. Um. Have we we haven't seen him yet, right? Did he introduce anybody when they came off the bus? Oh or no, anything? I met Ricky Lake. Oh, yeah. Is is our is our darling Ricky on this? No, season? Ricky Rackman is not here. We have Striker now. Sorry. <laughs> you trade trade yourself in a Ricky for a Striker. Yeah. Oh, there was I guess like I'm a, supposed to be happy with that. There was a fight at the Charm School reunion because. Ricky Rackman, apparently Megan had been saying in interviews that he was trying to get with her and hit, wouldn't stop hitting on her. And he was like furious about it because he's like, I was nothing but professional. Every time we were in the same room, the cameras were there. Like I, there is proof that I was not inappropriate or hitting on you. And the fact that you said that, like he was so mad. I'm sure like Megan just assumes everybody's hitting on her at any given time. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. I think she genuinely does get a lot of people that just probably hit on her all the time, though. Like, yeah. I think that's just probably a hot person problem that I'm just not privy to. Um, well, you should try going to gay bars if you want to feel like a piece of meat. Um, yeah. If you want to feel like a goat at a petting zoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Noted. Yeah. Okay. So the way they're doing it this season is they're splitting it up between the Dean's List 
which is half of them, and they'll be safe from elimination, and those in detention. And then they send the detention kids, and they actually pick the three that go on the carpet. So the deans don't pick the three up for elimination. The the losers pick who goes down. So it kind of opens mm. it up for more team politics, right? Because you can be like, hey, let's all vote for someone, so-and-so. Um, and so yeah. you could be like a real loser, but if everyone likes you, you're not going to get voted to be up for elimination. Yeah. No, it's uh, introducing a little bit of a, a Big Brother-esque sort of twist mm -hmm. to like evict someone from the... Uh the charm school mansion yeah and so all the votes who are we voting to be on the carpet gia looks like a lot of gia's gia and britney star, star and there's got to be a third one who's it gonna be oh gia has to pick one and she's so drunk she can't even pick one. Oh, i know what happens fuck she's such a retard i'm oh, sorry i'm not supposed to use <coughs> that word sorry guys don't cancel me so fucking Gia is so drunk. She picks Ashley to go on the carpet with her. And like Ashley's her buddy. And she's like, oh, I did it because like we're together. Like you and me, we're together. And Ashley's like, OK, but like I didn't want to be up for elimination. <laughs> you fucking loser. It's someone who can't vote to save her either now. Yeah. So. Yeah, Gia fucked her. But Ashley keeps her cool. She definitely is someone who can maintain their chill. And I appreciate that about her. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get an ad for, uh, you know, a VH1 website thing. It's not famous VH1 friends, but... It's not as cool. Yeah, yeah, that I thought still was kind of works. the best. This ad, that ad, I remember. I remember that vividly. Really? Like I remember, I remember seeing that all the time. It wasn't because they use the same sort of format of that ad, mm -hmm. like for all the shows to be like, oh, whatever. And you they know, put some it other in VH1 show. Spinny graphic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember that very, very clearly. On for, I don't know. I just. It's only going to just trigger more weird, bad memories from when I was <laughs> when I was 10. So. Um, Gia is so drunk, it makes me feel a little nauseous. Like, I feel secondhand drunk just from watching her. Hat. Woman in a hat. Just call me, call me sexist. I'm just going to go ahead and say that women just shouldn't wear hats. Yeah, it, she's wearing also, like, a Patrick Stump from Fallout Boy-style hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so not great. Not great. Yeah, I have a weird thing where I collect hats, but I don't wear them. <laughs> like, I have a very extensive uh, uh, baseball hat collection. Um, baseball hat is an exception. I think anything with, like, a... There's some girl who works the bar at the hockey rink and sh I think she's very attractive but she always wears this like like hat like almost like a kangol type situation Ooh, interesting it's it's not a good look it's like unless she has like a bald spot underneath it or something like yeah, a really serious deformity she's that she's covering up I'll tell I you, don't know what she's hiding yeah I'll tell you when I wear a hat I wear a hat when I'm out on the lake so I don't get sunburned um and I wear a hat if like I really need to get my roots done. Um, I mm -hmm. might wear a hat. 
But in general, I, I am not a it just because it makes me feel like not cute. Um, but Gia had it's her tough to pull off. Yeah. Gia had her name embroidered onto this hat and her like hair is like a weird mess of extensions. So she probably needs the hat to hold it all together on her head. She yeah, because they're all they're all paper clipped together underneath the hat. <laughs> she stuck them on with chewing gum. <laughs> oh, man. And obviously, I think they're going to have to send Gia home because she's so fucking drunk. It's probably she's probably a liability. Yeah, I think you, I think you nailed it. Like, I just I'm looking at the the cast or not the cast. I'm just looking at the lineup right now, and it's just like you have to assume that. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if all the Rock of Love girls go home first if they're the first eight out or whatever. Yeah, they certainly came out with a bang with how trash they got in this first episode. Um, but we'll see. We'll, yeah, Gia also, like, I don't... Everyone had thin eyebrows at this time, but, like, Gia's eyebrows kind of make her look like a troubled bitch. Um, but they're up for $100,000, which how much do they get to take home? I think I... I learned what it was after taxes and it still is a very respectable amount of money um, is it like half yeah it's around half uh, yeah. which oh I know how I know this is because a, a friend of a friend of a friend won a hundred thousand um, dollars and he got to take home 63 it was like under 70,000, but it was crazy cuz he won it on a scratcher and like they he had it within 24 hours. It was in his bank account. Like I wow. I didn't know they did the payouts that quickly. Um Did uh did that person who won the Powerball come forward or Mega Millions or whatever it was? Oh, did someone the win? The massive jackpot. Someone won in like Michigan or Illinois or something. One winning ticket. And as of like three or four days after it happened, no one claimed it. Really? That's wild. Someone's just like, oh man, I really should check my ticket. And like, they'll get to it eventually. I think how you have like a couple weeks. Some like that. Yeah. But I would like rather not even ever know. I'd rather live in blissful ignorance that it never happened than find out in two weeks or three weeks. Yeah. After it's expired. After I can't redeem it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, well, so we have a preview of the coming season, which looks amazing. And, um, you know, I guess we'll do this again. Yeah, I, I think I'm on board. Let's do it again. <laughs>